Next Legacy. The New Truth Radio for the Underground is here. Shout out to the people worldwide. I am Brandon in the building. Tonight we definitely got a good, good show for you. Of course, we celebrating the birthday of Mac Dre, but we got a guest as well. And uh, before I put my guests on, I want to holler at, you know, my man, Gangsta Gab, the mayor of Long Beach in the building. Gab, what it do, bruh? Hey, what it do? And you do know that I, I was bumping that earlier. That's my <laughs> shit right there. Rest in peace, happy birthday, Mac Drake. Indeed, indeed. You know what I'm saying? And also, we got we got a guest host in the building by the name of TK the Diva. She is in the house as well. TK, what's up, baby? Hello, everybody. Good evening. Happy birthday, Mac Dre. R.I.P., man. Indeed, indeed. And the guest that we have, who is mic'd up, we're about to put a mic on this guy right here, right now, on the New Truth. Uh, Follow this man's career, of course, being in the, uh, you know, born and raised in the Bay. Um, you know, he's he's one of these little influences that I definitely want to uh, say hello and give some massive props to. And, uh... You know, without further ado, let's go ahead and say what's happening to my man DJ Franz and in the building on the new truth. Franz, what up? Yo, yo, how y'all doing uh, tonight, yeah. man? Hey, Franny, what's good, bro? Franny. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Uh, hey, we turned up tonight good. on a Friday night, you know what I mean? We in here doing it. What's up with you? Most definitely out here in Vegas, you know, uh, staying away from the heat. It's, it's 110, a little humidity cracking, but, uh, you know, I'm going to get through it. We got the AC going. Celebrating Mac Dre's birthday, man. Happy birthday to the Furley Ghost. You know, I go back to, like, 1991 with Mac Dre when he was on Romper Room Records, man. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So just to see, you know, just to see how how much of an impact he's, uh, you know, had on West Coast hip-hop, man, it's just, you know, it was a blessing knowing the dude, man. So happy birthday to Mac Dre. See, I know you got yeah, some, uh, you know, some insights and things like that as far as uh, questions that I'm, I'm, we're gonna, we're gonna ask a little bit later. But I want to talk about you, man, because uh, you know, like I said, man, I've been following you since, you know, of course, um, being out in the Bay Area, man. I, I've, I've, me and you, you probably didn't know it, we crossed paths a couple times, you know, gave each other shaking a pound, and you know what's happening, but. Uh, you know, I, I got to tell you, man, just, you know, following your career and just, you know, radio in general, man, I, I, I got to definitely say you were one of my radio heroes. So got to give props up top for that. Man, you know what? Every time I hear that, man, that that's very, very humbling because, um, you know, what I do for a living is has been my dream for a very long time. And I'm still living my dream. And, you know, I'm blessed. I'm fortunate. We all go through, you know, our ups and downs in life. You know, shit ain't perfect, but at the same time, man, you got to be thankful for, for you know, for what you have. And I'm def- I'm definitely thankful. I'm thankful every, each and every day. You know, I I've been on on the radio for 23 years now, and mm-hmm. and every day I'm, yeah. I'm I'm out. People come up to me and tell me, you know, I grew up listening to you in, in the Bay or in Vegas. It's it's very humbling, you know. So I just wanted to say thank you, man, because that right there is like you know, it's a dream come true to. To be on the radio and for, to be on it for over 20 years and to still get compliments and, and and great words, you know, spoken to me, man, is just very humbling. So I'm I'm thankful for that. So thank you, my brother. Oh man, you know, I've, I've been I've been on it. Seemed like man, we 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 kicked it, even though we ain't kicked it like that. You know what I'm saying? And radio was always the spot where we would, you know, we would have a connection because. That's all we had at the time. We had radio, and this was uh, in a lot of cases when social media wasn't as as, as popping as it is now. 
um, we we had you, man. We had you for the most part, and 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 we grew up with you. And and my question to kind of kick everything off, as far as you doing this for over twenty years, and you seeing all this evolution in, in, in radio, some good, some bad, some indifferent. Um, how do you feel about just just the evolution of radio in itself in twenty thirteen? I think it. I think it's gotten, you know, you know how it is. I mean, we all know that, that you know, money rules the world. And we know the politics that, no matter what game you're in, I mean, you can be in a, you know, NBA. You could be, you know, you could be a fighter. You could be a firefighter, a doctor, whatever your profession may be. You know there's always going to be politics in that field. So mm -hmm. um, I've definitely seen a change, you know, because being from that 90s era and playing that good music that you can still play till this day. Yes, sir. It, it, yeah. it just tells me that, that, you know, I was in an era that's just golden, that's, that never can be duplicated again. But, but I'm, I, I could, it's safe to say that I'm comfortable right now where hip-hop is going because we got a lot of good music, you know, coming out. And, and I'm, I'm proud of that, man. I'm really, really proud of that because, you know, I do represent this culture, man. I'm one of those DJs in Vegas that, that never crossed, you know, crossed over to, to becoming an EDM DJ you know, just to get my name out there or whatnot. You know, I've always stayed loyal to the hip-hop, to the R&B, to the soul, to the, you know, mm -hmm. to the classics. So mm -hmm. just, to, just to see where the music has, has gone is, you know, it, it's, it's definitely, it's different. I could say that, but <laughs> I could say I'm comfortable where hip-hop is again, you know. When you say that, yeah. when you say that you're, you're in that comfort zone, and, of course, you mentioned the 90s where a lot of people have always debated that the 90s was, like, one of the best decades ever of not just well, hip-hop but in, in music in itself because of the uh, diversity. Everybody was seeming to win. Like, you know, play, you know, a lot of uh, spins was getting spun when it came to music, and it was just a different kind of vibe because everybody had something to bring when it came to creativity, not just in hip-hop but in all genres. So... You know, you, you say it's comfortable now, but, you know, let me ask you this. When it comes to just this culture that we talk about and we love it to death, you know, do you feel like it was it was a lot more creativity then compared to now? Or, you know, how you feeling on that level when it comes to that? I think it's coming back 360 degrees, you know. Because, um, I mean, I think we could all agree that a lot of the music that was coming out was pretty much, you know, as far as content goes, they were talking about the same things, you know, and, right. you know, everything is turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up, when when there's music out there that's that's more than just turn up, you know, music out there that actually touches people and, and, and people can relate to the music. Um, I think that's what's beautiful about it because, you know, I said it today when I was on the radio out here in Vegas, I said, you know, music is, and I always said this, music is the timeline for our lives. You know, I mean, we might not remember what year that was, but you remember the song that came out that year when you were a senior in high school and you were dancing at your prom or whatnot, or at a Absolutely. party. You know, so, I mean, music is just, music is, is definitely evolved. Um, and I think the Internet is a gift and a curse, you know, um, as far as the music business goes. Yep. Definitely a gift and a curse. And, and it has a lot to do with, you know, how people have been recognized, you know, in the new generation. I mean, you look at Wiz Khalifa, you look at Drake, um, you look at Mac Miller, you look at all these artists. A lot of these artists, they built fan base, you know, from the Internet. And I think that's so, 
I mean, we we would have never seen that coming twenty years ago. You know, that's true. So just, right. Just seeing that, just seeing that evolve is, is very very motivating. But at the same time, it shows you that some people out there, man, they're just out there to to not really support the movement. They're just out there just to be down, and they know they can download the music or whatnot. And, mm -hmm. You know, just feel like they're in the in crowd. But for the people that's really into this music, like we are. You know, I still buy music, even though I get it for free. If, if right. I believe, if I believe it's quality quality enough for me to, you know, to to purchase, then I'm gonna do it because that's what I'm a fan of. I'm a fan of great music, and mm -hmm. man, I, I still have my vinyl. Like I've never sold my vinyl. I still have 12 inches. I have, you know, four pairs of turntables that I'll never ever sell in my whole entire life. So, well, then, damn, man, family. you might as well you might as well keep them eight tracks then too, bro. Keep them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those A-tracks, you know, back in the days on KMEL, the radio station I used to work for in the Bay, we played carts, which were pretty much similar to A-tracks. So like right. I said, just the, whole, just the whole evolution of music on how now we can just go on the Internet and download a song that quick. Mm -hmm. You know, a perfect example is I'm at a party and somebody requests a song and I don't have it in my, in my playlist. You know how easy it is to just log on, go to any site, you know, there's certain sites out there that I that I that I dab with or whatnot, but you know, you can get that song off the internet that quick and play it for the for the person that wanted to hear it. So let, let me ask you this and uh DJ Friends is our guest on the New Truth and um T K and Gab, I know they're they're gonna have questions for you uh, as well. Okay. Um and, and you have yesterday uh Jay Z releasing his album, Holy Grail album, and he did it right. through a, what what I think was a creative way through Samsung and you know the the way that it kind of transpired into what it was. I thought that was creative. It wasn't, you know, it 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 was one of those kind of deals where I, I I can respect that. And you know, a lot of people's curiosity because it was it was it was done on Samsung only, and his album is actually dropping on the ninth. You know, a lot of a lot of people leaked that thing like immediately once midnight struck on the fourth of July, and once they were able to get that them apps, and, and once they were able to get them songs, it was it was quickly downloaded and put out you know, for us to be able to listen to. So my question to you is, does that hurt in, in itself? Because, I mean, like you, we probably listen to it, you know, in general, be it if it's just, you know, catching it or, or whatever the case may be. And and I listen to the whole thing, and I got to tell you, like, yo, it's a dope album. Album is dope. But that does, does that hurt hip-hop in a does that hurt hip -hop in a sense, though? I'm a, I'm a big Jay-Z fan, and I love the album as well. I don't think it hurts hip-hop at all because, you know, the – the time, the uh, the time we're in now, it's 2013, man. Like I said, it's so easy to get the music. The funny thing is I was waiting for a leak. Like, I thought it was really going to leak on the Internet before, <laughs> you know, before midnight. Right, so right. Just to, just, just to see that it didn't leak was kind of a historic moment if you really, really think about it. So I, I think yeah. that change was, was a smart idea. Um, like I said, the ball, the, the music game, has evolved, and I think Jay is definitely one of those, uh, he's definitely one of the forefathers of, 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 of making those type of moves in the industry, I mean, from from being a sports agent to being part owner of the basketball team, to owning clubs, to, you know, just everything he's involved with, you know, turns into gold. So I thought, you know, I thought it was great, but I don't, I don't think it hurts the music industry, because you look at it this way, like Kanye's album leaked. J. Cole's album leak, and they still mm -hmm. these great numbers. You know, the numbers they did, like, those, those are 
curiosity to listen to see what it is so no I mean you know valid point valid point and you know and to me I feel I was you know may, maybe you know it's telling my age or maybe it's because I'm a, I'm a sucker for the old school or maybe it's because yeah. I want to capture the kind of vibe that we used to have when we used to hear certain songs on, on the radio for the very first time and we went nuts and we used to call it to the radio show and be like, yo, friends, can you play that track again? And you was like, yo, let's go ahead and do it. Let's spin it one more time because you want it. You know what I mean? Like those those kind of feelings when it came to new music, stuff like yeah. that, I'll never forget, bro. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I was a fan of KML, you know, the radio station that, that I came up on in the Bay and I used to record, I was one of those kids that used to, you know, tape over my, my parents' tapes and, you know, put the little, put the little tape over the, uh, you know, the hole on top of the, uh, the under the two holes, yeah, under the two holes of the tape. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, yeah, we all did that, man. Record over yeah, it and, and, and get an ass whooping because, you know, I recorded <laughs> over my mom's music. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're man, right about that. Today. You're so right about that, like that. That moment, like, when you're right by the boombox, for all you kids out there, we used to call them boomboxes. We used to call radio boomboxes mm -hmm, now. Mm -hmm. um, we used to sit right by that boombox waiting on that waiting on that song to come on. You got the, yeah. you got the record play button down with the pause button ready to unpause it, you know? <laughs> I remember that as a kid, and it was a great feeling. You're just hoping that, oh, I hope the DJ doesn't talk over this. It was a great feeling because you know I'm I'm a part of that era, and mm -hmm. I am now a part of this era, and you know it's it's uh, it's crazy how it. I mean, if you would have told me 20 years ago that I would have been playing that I'd be playing music, you know, in front of a crowd from a club off a laptop, I would have thought you you would have been smoking some good stuff, you know. <laughs> well, you came. Well, you came from that that era where you know you you didn't have the luxury back when, then when you started. I mean, you had to do everything grassroots. So you know, you and I'm pretty sure you can co-sign this by saying like you know you you were able to not just soak in the history and and the know-hows and just everything about what you do. And and now it's gotten a little bit easier where I feel like you know a lot of people that that grew up in this era you know probably took advantage of or take for granted. I guess you could say. Uh, the, the stuff that you had to go through in order for it to get to this point, right? Well, let me tell you, man. I was the DJ carrying three uh, three crates of records up a, a four right. flights of stairs. You know, I was a DJ. It's funny because back in those days, you couldn't have nobody kicking in the DJ booth. That's not happening because once you bump that turntable <laughs> and the record <laughs> the whole crowd is looking at you like, what are you doing? Exactly. You know, but at the same exactly. time, we're not all perfect. Like stuff like that is going to happen. Where as of to nowadays, you know, you have, you know, you're running it on your Serato and you put it in this mode where it can't skip. Mm -hmm. You know, so like mm -hmm. I said, I'm part of that generation and I'm part of this generation. But one thing I can say about that generation back in those days was nobody. I repeat, nobody 
had cell phones back in those days where you can no, not hop on, on Twitter or hop on Instagram. You either had to go to the bar, either had to go to the bar, go to the dance floor, or go to your car, basically. There was no text messaging and all this, you know? Straight up. Straight up. DJ Fran is our guest on the new Truth Radio for the Underground. And I'm, I'm going to let Gavin and TK ask you a question, but I got one more for you, bro. Um, my, uh, my, my, um, my host of uh, the, the, the late night Sunday show, Brandon After Dark, Sweet Aaron, she gave me this article that Nathan Morris of Boys in the Hood, uh, excuse me, Boys to Men. Why am I thinking about Boys in the Hood right now on Friday? <laughs> hey, I love Boys in the Hood, man. Shout out to Boys. Shout out to Boys. <laughs> uh, Nathan Morris of Boys to Men, he basically uh, wrote an article just kind of talking about just the, the evolution of music in this business and the fact that, in his opinion, there will never, ever be a rising star that became a legend um, like it used to be, you know. And, you know, if, I, I would have to send you the link so you can kind of read a little bit more in depth about it. But, you know, he kind of went on and just kind of broke down like, you know how, you know, let, let's, just, just, let's just say just the popularity of Michael Jackson from Off the Wall and how Off the Wall was such a good album and how Thriller became mm -hmm. what it was, you know, based on right. just that. That, that imagination of, of not just the music, but everybody's imagination. Records being spun to Motown 25s and all, all things that was like, and even Boys to Men legend when they first broke out and things like that as well. So he was just kind of saying that, you know, that, that next music legend is, is going to be hard to resurface in this day and age just due to the fact that everybody's being able to look at everything due to social media and stuff like that. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, we all have different opinions, you know. To me, man, Drake is becoming a legend. Um, Justin Bieber, I hate to say it, I know people out there might think I'm crazy, but Justin Bieber, is, <laughs> he, I mean, the guy is 19 years old with five number one albums. And let me tell you this, I heard some of the music he's got coming out on his next album, and I think people are going to be shocked because here's a kid who has, I would say, the most dedicated fans in the world, and he has the power to come out with music and make make these kids love R&B again because that's exactly what Justin Bieber's about to do on his next album. You're not going to hear no Beauty and the Beast. You're not going to hear no uh, Babies. You're not going to hear, you know, songs like that. You're going to hear good R&B music. And I can't wait for people to hear this because, like, I've been, talking, I've been talking about this for the last month and people think I'm crazy. And last night I played a song in the club and I didn't tell anybody who it was. The funny thing right. was I just let it play. You know, it's a banger. It, you know, it's one of those high-energy songs, but it's an R&B song. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I seen the energy and I seen the reaction. And when, when the song was almost coming to an end, I had to let them know, ladies and gentlemen, y'all been dancing, y'all been grooving to this. It's that new Justin Bieber. And everybody looked at me like I was crazy. Like, this ain't Justin Bieber. No, it was Justin <laughs> Bieber. They um, gave you that Scooby-Doo like, what? Oh, yeah, like, huh? Like, really? Like, so yeah, exactly. But um, there will never be another Michael Jackson. I know there's comparisons. You know, there's been, in the past, there's been comparisons as far as Usher and Chris Brown and even, even Bieber. You know, but let's just say, man, there will never, ever, ever be another Michael Jackson. you got to look at it this way. This, he, he, he was a star since he was, like, when he was born. Like, he never had... Here's, here's a human being that's never had a childhood. Like, he never knew what it was like to 
to have friends over and have, you know, you know, play hopscotch and play dodgeball right. and stuff like that because he was already in the music game early and and it was just pandemonium from, from then on, you know? I mean, so this day, so this day, like, I could play a Michael Jackson record and I can see the whole room, just the mood of the room just change because his music does something to people. you got to understand, there's people who listen to Michael Jackson in different countries that don't even understand the English language, yet they're yeah. singing it. That's you know, true. and that right there, man, you want to talk about the power of music, that right there is so powerful, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow. So I don't, um, think, I, I, don't I, I don't think, you know, I don't, I mean, to me, like like I said, Drake, Drake and, and Justin, man, they got some great music coming out, and I think they're going to keep making great music. Like, nothing can stop these guys, man. They're just, they're just out there really to, really to, to show people that, you know, they're, they're going to be here, regardless of what people right. think. You know, they're mm -hmm. going to be here. Their, their music is here to stay, man. And I'm a music lover, and I, I can definitely I can definitely vouch for that, you know? Indeed. As DJ yeah. Brandon is in the building on the New Truth Radio for the Underground, and, uh, you know, celebrate Mac Dre's uh, birthday as well, and rest in peace, of yeah. course. And, Gab, I know you had a question that, uh, you know, friends may know. Yeah, um, yeah. I I remember when um Mac Trey had called into a um, radio station and named the person that had snitched on him. I wonder could you tell us something something about that? Man, I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about to 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 be honest with you. Um which which incident was this? This is like when he had got locked up and he had called the radio station and and he named off the person that snitched on him and got him locked up. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I can't even, like, take a back to that. You know, I smoke a lot, man, so there's, there's going to be, there's, that's, that's medicinal, by the way. I don't smoke nicotine or tobacco, okay, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about man. that. I know when I was growing up, though, I'm going to tell you something. When I was growing up, my mom told me never to tattletale, so, <laughs> you I know. I heard that. I heard yeah, that. Yeah, man. And, and, you know. and, you know, like you said earlier about, you know, the 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 impact that Mac Dre had on not just uh, Bay Area music, but just music on a, on a national scale. Like, you know, a lot of people tend to think Mac Dre was just a Bay Area artist, but I'm pretty sure you can elaborate a little bit more on how his music reached a lot of different states during a period where, you know, a lot of people probably didn't pay attention too much for the most part. It was one of those diamonds in the rub, right? Most definitely, man. Um, there's people in other countries. I mean, a prime mm -hmm. example is I was looking through some pictures not probably about three, four years ago at my parents' house, at my mom's house uh, back in San Francisco. And, and you know, we have relatives in the Philippines, and none of you are wearing Mac Dre T-shirts. I'm like, yo, we didn't send them no Mac Dre T-shirts. How do they know about Mac Dre? <laughs> you know, it's, it's the power of music. Man. It's just, Mac Dre had fans everywhere, though. And it's unfortunate that he, you know, got murdered in a city where he had, 
some of the most dedicated fans at, in which is uh, Kansas City, Missouri. No doubt. Like, you got to understand, like, he goes, he, he, whenever he went out there, I mean, sold-out shows. Sold-out shows. Mm-hmm. Portland, Seattle, I mean, he could come out here to Vegas, sold-out shows. Like, Mac Dre is, people think all he talks, talks about is there's this and there's that. Let me tell you guys, if you guys listen to any of his old his old music um, that he used to do with Kyrie and Mac Mall and rest in peace to the Mac as well and Ray Love, you know, that whole crew from Vallejo, man. I'll tell you, they used to talk about some, some real stuff that people can relate to, you know. And, and Mac Dre, man, he just people always ask me, you know, about the model. Yo, how did Dre come up with that? that line that, you know, uh, rest in peace, Mac Dre, I do for the day. People don't know that Drake actually listens to Mac Dre music. And when he recorded the motto, he recorded that at our studio. Shout out to my boy Marley Maul. Happy birthday to him as well. And my boy Pooh Bear. Um, when he recorded that song, um, he knew I had my laptop on me, so he was like, Franny, I want to get into this vibe, man. Just play a couple of Mac Dre songs for me. That's exactly what I did. I played about five Mac Dre songs for him. And um, when he heard Phil and my stuff, he was like, he knew some of the lyrics. I was watching him. And after that, that was his inspiration to writing that that motto song on his Blackberry, man. And I, I, I swear on everything I love, ten minutes later, he was done with the verse. He took that in one take. That, wow. that whole verse was recorded in one take. And... And the rest is history, man. It, I think it's like one of his best-selling singles ever. You wow. know? One of my favorite songs. Yeah, most definitely, TK, most definitely. I, I could still play that song till this day and people still dance to it. So that's oh, just, yeah. you know, that, that, that's the definition of timeless music, man. When when you can play something, you know, it came out a year ago, it came out yeah. 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and people are still dancing to it, that's the yeah. definition of timeless music right there. Hey, hey, friends! Not just not just dancing to it, but just you know, it kind of it kind of zones you out and it kind of takes you back, not just to that place, but it gives you a a certain feeling each time you hear it. Like you can hear right. it from five hundred, six hundred thousand different times in different places, but it's gonna set you back in that one spot where you first either first heard it or you felt something when you heard that song or whatever. So you know, that's that's the power of music right there, though. Definitely. I, yeah, definitely. I, 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 I just. I just remembered, too, that, you know, that night was actually my brother's birthday, which was two days before Drake's birthday. And I did a private birthday party for him out here, and he played it. And he was like, I'm going to get Wayne on this. And he was DJing, you know, he took his laptop out. He was like, I want to play that song right quick. And Wayne was actually there. And I remember the reaction that we got from the people, and people were bugging out, like, yo, what song is this? What song is this? Because everybody knew Take Care was was coming out like in a couple of weeks. So they were like, is that going to be on the album? And it actually made, you know, it made the, it made the deluxe uh, edition. So, man, that that song right there was basically recorded, mastered, and they shipped out the album, man, and the rest is history. Wow. Well, I know coming from a woman's perspective, I, 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 I like, I used to like hip-hop, but like, we talked about it on a recent show about Bone Thugs. That's when I really became a huge fan of hip-hop, and I think my love for hip-hop reemerged with Drake. And I personally can, I mean, I was at a show 
backstage and Chasing Cash was standing beside me and I was rapping like every word to the model and he looked at me like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I was like, I, I mean, I just, just to know that many lyrics to a hip hop song is not normally what I would do, but when a song just does something to me, I just, I love it and, and I never get enough of it. So that was a great mm. story about that song. Yeah, it's, it's a high energy song too. You know, it's most definitely a, a Bay Area influence sound. Like you gotta understand, even even Mustard. You know, DJ Mustard is doing a lot of a lot of songs right now for a lot of artists. And mm-hmm. and that like I even asked him, and he, he he's like, yeah, most definitely. You know, my sound is you know influenced you know from the Bay because you know that that's the type of music we make because down south, you know, that's all that trap, all that trap, all them. The 60 to 75 beats per minute song, like they've been doing that for many years. Mm-hmm. And the we've been doing that up tempo stuff for many years. Yep. So just, just to see that evolve to what it was, like the model opened up a lot of doors, man. And, it, you know, it opened up a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of people's opinion on, on, on that type of music. You know, because I, I heard one time I was in New York, I heard Function by E-40. I never thought I'd hear it Function by E-40 in New York. Wow. Mm. Yeah, so. Man, you don't, you don't hear it like that, though, but certain pockets, I'm sure, like, you know, like you said, like certain things, it'll trip you out because you, you never really realize that, wow, it actually stretched all the way out to another part of the coast. You know what I mean? So yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Most DJ Francis is like, our guest. Go ahead, man. That's just like in 1995 when I was out in New York. I was listening to Funkmaster Flex and he dropped, I got five on it by the Loonies. And for anybody out there that, that remembers, you know, if you're from the Bay, in 1995, I was the very, very first DJ to play I Got Five on it by the Loonies. You know, that that's a record I can fully take full credit for, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, and just to go out to New York and, Funkmaster Flex, you gotta understand, dude is a legend, man. Uh, he's been on that on that station for over 20 years. Him and Angie Martinez, man, I salute those two because, yeah. you know, when I was coming up, I looked up to them, and they're still at that station doing the same time slot. Like, they've been through so many program directors, yet they're still there. That's just, you know, they're legends. They're legends in New York and, and in the hip hop industry, man. They've 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 got some of the most interesting and most most deepest interviews with some of, you know, some of uh, today's biggest artists. There for a reason. Like you said, 20 years, it's, you know, what what, what can you say? You know what I mean? But you broke yeah. a handful of other uh, records too, though, right? Like, not just the Loonies, okay. I Got Five on it, but you, you did with a few others, right? Man, one one record I can definitely remember was Juicy by Biggie. Uh, mm-hmm. One more, I'm a bit, I, like, Biggie's my favorite rapper of all time. And... Biggie was also a great friend of mine because when he came into Bay, you know, and he needed some of that sticky, icky, icky, he knew exactly who to holler at. So um, just I remember being introduced to him by, you know, uh, somebody from Bad Boy. I forget who it was. Um, Ali. Uh, there goes that weed kicking in. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember meeting him in 1994, and we just, we just kept in touch, you know, until the day he passed. I was with him three days before he got murdered. And my last words to Biggie were, be safe, bro, you're on the West Coast, because I knew he was going to L.A. when he left the Bay. 
And when I got that call at, at 5 a.m. in the morning, um, man, my heart dropped. I didn't know what to do, man. I, I remember he played me that whole out. He played me the whole this uh, one to life after death. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. and then the first song off the second disc, I believe, was Notorious Thugs, and that's the last song I heard with Biggie was Notorious Thugs. So every time I hear that song, it, you know, it 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 reminds me of that moment I was with him, you know, smoking, listening to his album. Yeah. Crazy man. A lot of these artists like Biggie, Life After Death, he played me that. Uh, the Blueprint by Jay Z. Jay played me that album two, three months before it even came out. Mm. And yeah. Blueprint is probably one of my favorite Hope albums ever. Um, Take Care by Drake, another classic. Like I got to hear these. I got to hear these songs before anybody else did. So, yeah. like those type of moments are priceless. Like I can't. I can't buy that. I, there's. There's no way. There's no way in life that I could buy that. Those are all priceless moments to me, and I, I will cherish those moments for as long as I live. And it's a blessing to even share these stories with you guys right now, you know, because, yeah, man, you know, if, if if it really came down to it, like, you guys, you know, you guys got an exclusive story on this. So. <laughs> I mean, you know, just listening to you because you have, a, a, a you know, so many memories, and, and, and a, a lot of what you do is carried through not just memory but through legend i mean these are these are how this is how legacies are made i mean and what you've done and continue to do over 20 years continue to uh you know withstand the test of time throughout it i mean you can follow this man dj friends and on twitter at dj underscore friends f-r-a-n-z-e-n and you can hit him up on ustream.tv backslash frandora so look, man, TK, you're gonna ask some questions, but I mean, you you go by, you know, a lot of people know you as Franny Pacquiao, like Frandor, all these different little different names or whatever. I mean, do you make this stuff up, or do uh, do other people in, in your in your in your lane kind of give you these little nicknames or whatever, or do you do it? Frandelay Bay, Frandelay Bay, Frandelay Bay. I mean, come on, now, there's a whole lot of different. Let me tell you something, man. Frandalay Bay means something to me because it has something to do with Vegas and the Bay Area where I'm from. And right. how I came up with that one, I come up with probably like 95% of my names. To tell you the truth. <laughs> right on. I can't take 100% credit. I'll say 95. But Frandalay Bay, the radio station I work for, 97.5 out here in Vegas, uh, mm-hmm. when you walk outside, the Mandalay Bay is basically right across the street. And I was outside one day. You know, taking a little small chronic break or whatnot. And I'm looking at the Mandalay Bay. This is when I first moved to Vegas in 2001. I'm looking at the Mandalay Bay. I'm like, man, I could take that M right off of it and put an FR right in front of it. And it could be called the Frandalay Bay. <laughs> and that's exactly how that came about. I mean, I got, literally, I probably don't have over 100 nicknames. But Frandalay Bay, Franzinatra. Uh, one one nickname that my boy gave me, I can't even take credit for this, man. Shout out to my boy CJ from Richmond, California. He gave me uh he gave me the nickname Fantastic, and that's how I came up with the Fantastic mixes. But I spelled Fantastic with a K just to be different, you know. And that was back in like that was like in ninety. That was one of my first nicknames actually, and that was back in like nineteen ninety seven or ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. That's all right, crazy. All right. <laughs> TK, ask this man a couple more questions before we let him go right here with DJ Franzen 
on the new truth radio for the underground. First of all, Franny, I just want to say that it is an honor and a privilege to speak with you. I have, I just happened to run up on Frandora by accident and completely fell in love and became an avid fan of the show and yourself. And I just thank you for coming on tonight. It is just a dream come true to get to speak with you. And uh, my first question is, for the listeners out there that don't know, could you talk about Frandora and, you know, what it's about and how that came about for you? Frandora is basically a show on Ustream uh, that I stream. I, I try to go live every Monday. But the good thing about Frandora is I record a lot of my sessions. And Frandora was inspired by R&B music. I'm a real R&B head. Grew up in the 90s, you know, that golden era of R&B from, from Groove Theory to Jodeci to Guy to Tony, mm -hmm. Tony, to, you know, to, to all these great artists. I mean, I could keep going on and on and on. But that's basically how I was inspired because it was always my dream to play music for people all around the world. I said this to myself, I swear to you on everything I love, probably about 15 to 20 years ago now. My dream one day is to play music for people all around the world and when I had mm -hmm. that when I had that opportunity I went ahead and did it and you know Frandora now has almost I think almost half a million views with no yeah. no like none of those views are bought this is all organic you know right. and <laughs> it's just my love for R&B music and it brings a lot of great people together like TK you know you're in the chat room you see how everybody keeps it positive we don't gossip Absolutely. about nothing. It's all about the music. You know, with me, like, even when I interview these artists, they always they always notice that I don't ask them about what everybody else is asking them. It's because I don't right. want to know, you know, I don't want to know who you're dating or who you got drama with. I want to get down to the nitty-gritty about this music because that's what I love, you know. So Prandor was basically inspired, you know, by, by me playing music for people all around the world especially the ladies, um, you know, listeners mm -hmm. in Africa and Japan and Australia and Nigeria. Yeah. I mean, all around the world that support us. And it's amazing, what, it's amazing what great music can do, bring all these great people together and, and just jam out to some good music. And, you know, it's definitely inspiring. That's how that, that's how Frandora came about. That's awesome. Shout out to my Frandora family. I know Tracy Reps is listening. And what up, I, I love you guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, my other that. question, uh, my other question for you is, uh, welcome back to radio. Actually, um, you just recently you. started back on the radio in, in Vegas. Uh, how did that come about, and what made you, what made you come back at this time? Well, you know, when I left radio over three years ago, I always told myself that, you know, when it's not fun anymore. I'm going to have to step away from it. And it wasn't fun anymore. You know, it wasn't fun anymore. And, I, I, you know, it hurt me, of course, because I never got to say goodbye to my listeners. And for anybody out there that listens to me out here in Vegas, thank you very much because they know without their support I'm nothing. So the station that I worked for, for the last two years, they've been asking me, why don't you just come back, come back, come back, come back, come back, come back. And, you know, I was being stubborn. I'm, I'm a Gemini. You know, we're stubborn people. So I was <laughs> like, oh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. You know, there's nothing in it for me. I don't want to do it. I'd rather play music on Frandora. 
and I would always get tweets about, oh, I don't listen to the radio anymore because Franny's not on. And the opportunity came again, and they gave me the green light to basically do what do whatever I want to do on the air. Now, I'm not going to go crazy now. I'm not going to, you know, play a bunch of new music or just, like, I know how to program radio. I've been in it for so long. So they know, they know that, you know, I'm going to take those, I'm going to take those steps and, 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 and play, you know, be a radio DJ. Exactly what a radio DJ is supposed to do. But where I separate myself from other DJs is, you know, the flow of the music and the, and the type of music I get to play. Because, you know, I have a certain amount of freedom. Um, yeah. Like today, I got, to play, I got to play my artist, Jazz Laser. Um, and it was a great feeling to play his music, you know, on the radio. Because I always told him that one day, don't worry, bro, when I go back on the radio, I'll... I play one of your songs, man, and it's gonna give me it's gonna give me goosebumps, you know, because and that's exactly right. what it did for the day. Like I played that record, and you know, my goosebumps they they just popped up. I was like, wow, it's really happening. Right. So that's exactly why I wanted to go back because they gave me they gave me the freedom, and it gave me a chance to to break music again, which which I love to do, you know, put people onto new music. That, yeah. you know, that'll be with them for life. And that's the reason why I went back, you know. Um, and it's good to be back. I feel the love. Uh, you know, the city of Las Vegas, man, is, is one of a kind. If, if you've ever been to Las Vegas, you know, Vegas is a really commercial city. Mm -hmm. uh, and you listen to the radio, you hear a lot of songs, a lot of the same songs over and over and over again. One thing that separates me is when you listen to me on Fridays between 5 and 7, I'm not going to do that, you know. I mean, of course, you might hear a a power a power record that's supposed to get played, but believe you me, I'm going to mix that up with some other stuff that people haven't heard in a minute, you know. So Definitely. that's why I went Definitely. back. That's exactly why I went back because I had that freedom, and it feels good to be back. Well, I know that I can speak for everybody. We're glad to have you back because you're just uh, such an icon in radio and in music and. You know, we need that. We need that kind of organic talent and passion and love for music. And so right. I'm just, I'm ecstatic that you're back. I'm, I'm, and not just I'm, back, just, um, you know, being able to be approachable to uh, to your fan base, you know what I'm saying, the ones exactly. that, that's known you and the ones that's, uh, you know, getting to know you. So it's 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 going to be a good look to be able to see your uh, your evolution continue um, and I'm, I'm definitely going to check out, uh, you know, Frandora because uh, I'm a little bit more curious now to see what's going on with all this with all this chaos going bomb. on in here. It's control <laughs> chaos, so I'm going to see what's up. Yeah, it's the bomb. Let me tell you this, Yeah? I'm hoping one day when I get my big, my music out there, I'm hoping one day you'll be able to play my stuff, and that'll be a goosebump moment for me, so. Oh, most definitely. You know, all you got to do is email it to me. Oh, wow. Okay. That's amazing. <laughs> follow this, once again, follow this man on Twitter, at DJ underscore Franzen. You can definitely hit him up on Ustream, Ustream.tv backslash Frandora. And, um, you know what I'm saying, when I'm out in L.A., man, I'm going to track you down, bro. So we're going to have to, uh, you know, Try to catch up on some uh, old school Bay Area uh, life and times as far as, you know, what what the deal is and stuff. So we're going to definitely have to get it in. Most definitely. You know, if I'm not in L.A. or I'm not in the Bay, I'm definitely here in Vegas, man. So 
You know, I'm a West Coast guy for life, man. Shout out to everybody out here on the West Coast. I got love for everybody. Don't get it twisted. You know, but for when sure. you come out to that West Coast and you want that real West Coast hospitality, especially in Vegas or the Bay or L.A., I'm definitely your guy. Indeed. And, you know, I, I can't let you leave without asking you one more question because, you know, Dwight Howard is basically not fucking with the Lakers no more. He's going to the uh, to the Rockets. So, you know, I want your opinion about that thing well, there, know, sir. I am from the Bay, but I am a Laker fan, diehard since 1983, great Western form. You tell me Magic Johnson, Michael Cooper, uh, Kurt Rambis, you know, mm -hmm. big game, James Worthy, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, I don't think Dwight, Dwight didn't fit in L.A., man. Thank you. you. Just tell that. Thank you. You can, you can just tell that him and Kobe didn't have the chemistry. Thank and we you. Get it, Dwight. You want to go to H-Town, that's fine. That's good. You know, we still got Kobe Bryant. I'm going to be a Laker fan with or without Kobe Bryant, you know? Thank you. So, I mean, my opinion on that, hey, good luck to Dwight, but I don't think he's getting any rings in Houston. I love Houston, Texas, but I'm just being honest. I don't, hey, even, think they're going to, I don't even think they're going to the playoffs. Like, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is, this yeah, I don't need to talk about H-Town like that. <laughs> I love H-Town, man. H-Town got some of the most beautiful women. Shout out to Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mrs. Carter. By the way, I seen her. I seen the Mrs. Carter show last week. Definitely one of the best concerts I've ever been to in my life. She, right. When Jay-Z tweeted that Beyonce is the best entertainer ever, that made me a believer last week. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Wow. Shout out to Houston. Shout out to Houston, Texas. Indeed. <laughs> but they ain't winning no rings. No NBA rings. Not at all. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Friends, man, it's a it's a good it's it's man, I appreciate the time, man, and, and definitely, man, uh I'm gonna keep tabs on you. I'm following you on Twitter. I'm definitely gonna keep tabs on you on Frandora and uh man I'm gonna just keep tabs on you in general. Like I said, twenty years in the business is definitely nothing to be uh overlooked that and not only that like yes, i said man. people like myself and others get inspired by your longevity because that's building that good legacy and uh you know what i'm saying yeah. we're gonna keep following your footsteps man make you proud hey friend hey, tell me your tumblr tell me your tumblr where your uh your mixes oh, are yeah. your fantastic almost definitely you could download all of my mixes for free with a, with a capital f for free all you got is 3.99 friend yeah free 99 exactly FrandomeBay.tumblr.com. I have over 30 mixes on there that you could download for free if you have room on your iPod, on your iPhone, yeah. whatever it may be, yeah. MP3 player, go ahead and do that now. FrandomeBay.tumblr.com. And there's also a bunch of specialty mixes on there. Um, yeah. You know, like if you like R&B music, if you like slow jams, I got those type of mixes. If you like ratchet mixes, if you like trap mixes, I got those type of mixes. If you like old school mixes, I got those type of mixes, too. You know, so prandelaybase.tumblr.com. There you yeah, go. they are fantastic. Good looking out, friend. Appreciate it, man. Much love. Continue pushing that legacy, bro. We watching you. Thank you, man. I appreciate Thank you, you guys for having me on. I really appreciate you guys for having me on tonight, man. And, uh, and, and I'll, I'll be on again. I'm pretty sure I'll be on again. You know, I got some projects oh, coming up. And, we know uh, where to find you. Again. We can oh, find yeah, you, you in the Frandelay Bay, and you do know that. 
And you do know that. <laughs> Indeed. I right, appreciate it, Frank. Good looking out. Hey, man, thank Thanks, you, guys. Frank. God bless. All right, now, it is. DJ Franz in, in the building. We got music. Mac Dre's birthday. Rest in peace, big homie. Next Legacy.